Welcome to Mountain Mama's Misadventures, stories of mishap and adventure from women adventurers. Every woman has a story she can share, from the zany to the inspirational. Brought to you by Mountain Mamas, a nonprofit's women's adventure organization. Women empowering women to adventure. My name is Emily Hacken. And my name is Deborah Moore, and we are your hosts. And today we have an awesome guest. Today is Deborah. She's going to be our host. Or, I mean, our, our, uh, our guest. <laughs> yes, our guest. She's amazing. She is born in West Valley City here in Utah and currently lives in Taylorsville. She married an amazing husband. And she said she met them through me, which is actually a true story. I knew her husband in high school and we were super good friends. And then he met Debbie when they were 13, when she was 13. And then they started dating at 16, and then by 19, she was married. Ah. <laughs> um, she said she's known him more than half her life now, and she has two incredible kids, a 16 and an 11-year-old. She currently works as a fitness instructor and kicks trash, for sure. <laughs> I think you do, what are all the things that you instruct? Well, so I currently teach <laughs> yoga. I do a thing called team, which is kind of in between being a personal trainer and a group fitness instructor because it's a small group of individuals and I go around and I'm always checking on form and things like that. Then I also do a kickboxing class and a Pilates slash bar class. So that's more like toning and lengthening muscles. Um, but I'm kind of trained in all the things. <laughs> she is. She's trained in, yeah. I think like in the strength training as well. Oh, and then of course, duh, my silver sneakers. I also teach um, classes for seniors, um, both a senior yoga and then silver sneakers, which is strength training for seniors. And they're amazing. And, and they love you. Yes, they do. They're the best. Including our parents who come sometimes. It's so cool. Yes. That's fun. <clears throat> awesome. And then she said a little fun fact about her. Is she loves to write and draw. I love that's what you wrote. I love to write and draw. Yeah. Because she actually has been a, an aspiring author for a zillion years. So, like, you love to write and draw, but you have done actually more than that. You've written books um, for mental health, as I recall. Like, mm -hmm. do you remember yeah. those books? Yeah. So, and I've had, I've had articles published for... Um, in, in the mental health realm, especially with eating disorders and things like that for a website called Recovery Warriors. And those are ones that are actually published. I've published a few articles for church magazines. And then I used to write for what's called Utah Geek. And <laughs> I did a recurring column as a parent who is a geek, raising geeklings. Um, <laughs> it's not actually what it was called, but... <laughs> it should have been. That's awesome. <laughs> I think it was raising geek. Um, <laughs> and so I used to do that as well. Um, as And I occasionally within that magazine featured women who did something that was quote-unquote geeky, like um, really cool engineers and things like that. So... Those are things that I used to do, and yeah, I continue to write and work on novels and things like that. See, it's more than just, I love to write and not drop. <laughs> and she's illustrated some stuff, too. Anyway, so amazing. I am just so impressed. She, you are a very accomplished woman, I would say. So Debbie's going to share a story with us today on the Little Red Bike Race. This is a race they do every year up in Logan, Utah. 
It's about uh, 16 miles up to 100 miles. You can choose your adventure. And um, we decided to do this as some sisters and friends a few years ago. So we'll take it. Tell us your, tell us your adventure. Okay, so... As Emily mentioned, they do this every year. Now, obviously, with COVID, they didn't do it last year. They won't be doing it again until 2022 is their hope when they'll be doing it. But at the time, Emily and Marilyn had both gone on this bike ride before and had talked about it. And I had seen pictures and was just like, well, that looks super cool and fun. But I don't know because I'm not really like... A cyclist, I'm not out there riding to work on my bike all the time or anything, so I don't know. So I mentioned this to Marilyn, and Marilyn was just like, oh my gosh, no, you have to come. It's the most chill ride, and like the crew there is the best, and there's chocolate fondue at the end. <laughs> and it's all women. Yeah, it's all women. Um, I think sometimes they dress, the guys dress up as a little, I read, I can't remember. No, it's, yes. it's a big bad wolf. So it's hosted by the Bonneville Cycling Club. And it's called the Little Red, and so the cycling club has guys in the cycling club. And yeah, a couple of them dress up as Little Red Riding Hood and the Big Bad Wolf and are always somewhere on the course. It's hilarious. Yeah. And so I was just like, wait, it's hilarious, plus there's food. I'm in. <laughs> um, but the thing is that, I so I did this 2015. Um, but the thing is that when I was just like, all right, yeah, I'm in. I'm going to do this. It's a lottery system, so you don't necessarily get in. And so we were just kind of hoping, I think even the year before we tried to get in and didn't, but we were like, okay, we want to get in and we're going to do it as a group because then it's a little easier because if that way our whole group can get in or, you know, or none of us get in. And so Marilyn came up with this cute idea because we're a group, so we should have a name. And so she was like, we're going to be named Gang Green. So <laughs> G-A-N-G. And then the color green, um, which is super fun word play. So it was brilliant. Yeah. So I was like, oh, yeah. So this sounds super great. But this year was also the year that I was becoming, I just recently become a fitness instructor. And so I was still working on my formats and I had a extremely intense boss who was just like, you need to learn new formats like all the time. Like I just was brand spanking new and she was just like, also you need to teach this and this and this. Um, I've never had another boss that was like that intense, honestly. Um, but at that time she wanted me to do all of these things. So I was feeling really overwhelmed and a lot of my focus was on that. So I had already said like, yeah, I'll do it. Sure. If I get in, whatever, maybe I'll get in, maybe I won't, but I got in which was like, yay, but also like, ah, crap, because I, again, like I said, I'm not a cyclist. I'm not out there all the time. Mainly my biking is taking a spin class. <laughs> like, so you don't really have to worry about tipping over. Um, which my, I'm still going to say, like you were fitness, like fit. Yeah, I was fit. fit. <laughs> I was, yeah. And that was like my training in my mind. I'm like, well, I, I do like four to five hours of cardio, like high intensity cardio every week at least. And I strength train, I'll be fine. Um, and then the bike I had was like this pathetic bike. Well, I mean, it was a great bike. Don't get me yes, wrong. Yes, you got to tell us about the but, bike. Well, and there's two bikes. So the bike that I had already had was the one I'd had when I was 12. <laughs> <laughs> and it was a mountain bike. And I remember my brother once was looking at it because it was having problems. And he's just like, well, the brakes aren't really working in this way. And there's a problem with the chain. And I'm like, oh, so should I just buy a new chain? And he just kind of looked at me like, 
you need to buy a new bike. (laughs) From this century. Like, pretty much. So I was like, okay. So I saved up to buy this bike and got it through Amazon, and we assembled it. Who is we? And when I say we, yeah, that's me and my husband. And and Kurt, my my brother-in-law, was just like, take it to a bike shop, have them put it together. And I was like, "Ah, I'm saving money. So we put it together. So that was like... One of the other issues. So not riding all the time. Also, we put it together ourselves. I rode it. It felt a little wonky, but I was like, well, it's been a while since I've ridden a bike. Whatever. It'll ride it itself out. It's fine. It'll be fine. (laughs) People never have problems on bikes. So I brought my bike and we went up. And you had, what length were we doing? I'm trying to remember. I think we were going to do 25. I know it was not the 100 because there's no way I would have agreed (laughs) to that. Um, But yeah, I was just like, okay, we'll do this. Feeling totally nervous. I... The month before was really going to bail because I was just like, I'm not ready. I'm not ready. But also at the same, in the same vein, I was like, but I want to have a fun adventure. And also like we put so much effort and they have the cute name with the gangrene and Emily and Marilyn and our family friend, Erin is like, like they're all going to be there. So I'm going to go. So got up there and got my bike out and I had all my gear. Of course I had my helmet, but I had the knee pads elbow pads, the wrist stuff. And Emily was like, you won't need those. It's a super easy ride. And I was like, okay, you know what you're doing. So I left that. But it was a road ride. I mean, it's a road it's bike ride. It's a road ride. ride. And in theory, she would have been totally right. But I, So I, I did have my helmet. Um, and my helmet had cute little green decorations on it. I had to look at the picture um, and look it up. But had little green fuzzy decorations like around antennas. the like antennas, like green antennas, possibly with, with clovers. I think is what was on the picture. I think and like maybe zombie corpse heads or something. There was yeah. some mangled zombie theme. Yeah, it was anyway. it was kind of crazy fun. <laughs> so it was super silly and super fun. Um, so I get on the bike though, and even before we started the race itself, Aaron fell over near the beginning. This is our friend yeah, Aaron. So Aaron family friend and so oh, she scratched up her because she had the classic problem she had clips so her shoes clipped into her pedals and it's like everybody who has clipped pedals knows this happens sometimes sometimes you just forget you're clipped in and she did so mm. she was at the starting line forgot she was clipped in and then just fell over yeah and then oh, okay. just scraped scraped her knee yeah yeah it wasn't like massive but same thing great crew they cleaned her up and all of that that was like the foreshadowing that things were not gonna go well <laughs> <laughs> But we get on and we're riding and like it's it's gorgeous canyon. I mean like gorgeous ride that we're going on. Completely flat, beautiful, green. Having a fun chat with Marilyn. Still feeling a little unsure and shaky. But then this car was coming by and they zoomed by and I kind of overcorrected. And for some reason, my brain... (laughs) was like, you need to break with your feet. <laughs> I mean, like... Because that's what you do when you're, like, 10 and have those cute little bikes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But, like, even when I was riding my other bike, I still wouldn't have... I don't know. So I was trying to, to handle the bike. I was overcorrecting. I was going all over the place. Um, finally felt like I had straightened out, turned the handlebars to get out of the way of the car, and that's when I just went and flipped over handlebars completely, just like... Epic flying over Epic my bike, endo, yeah. just like chucked off um, onto the ground. And yeah, like it was massive. My sunglasses broken. My helmet cracked. Um, <laughs> scratched up like my shoulder blade. All that area was just like completely scratched. All those cute areas where I would have had pads, elbows, <laughs> scratched, <laughs> knees. Um, yeah. And I, 
I got up and I was like super shaky, but it was, I, I, I was totally still in shock for sure. I remember the, the crew though, they came over, the people who were on, on the car, they were like, oh, are you okay? We saw you. We thought like maybe you were going to be okay. And then, then you flipped. I um, think it was like a SAG vehicle. It was like a support vehicle. Yeah. Like, like they had the stuff. So they already <laughs> had the ones that scared you and caused you to crash. I just thought that was awful. I'm yeah. like, I know. Like they fell bad and they, but they immediately had everything for me. So they were like, okay. So they like gave me the band-aids and all of that stuff and cleaned everything up, which was great. Um, I was ready to be done, <laughs> but Marilyn was like, no, we wanted you to have a good or like, um, experience. So we're going to get back on the bike. We'd have fun, get back on the bike. Totally shaky. Um, was wobbly. I was like, I don't like this. I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. Um, but we, we stopped at one of their support areas. And when we stopped there, I think that was like 12 miles in or something. Yeah, I think so. They took a look, look at the bike itself. And that is when they were like, found out that we had put the wheel on completely backwards. So (laughs) the front wheel, right? The front wheel. So every time I turned, (laughs) my foot ran into the spokes of the wheel. That's why I had flipped. (laughs) It wasn't your fault. (laughs) So it wasn't my fault. A hundred percent. I mean, it was because I was being a cheapo and not paying for having the bike fixed in the first place. But, but yeah, so like it wasn't, it wasn't, um, and I even rode on another bike that was just right there for a little bit, basically to kind of calm my nerves. They got the bike all fixed um, and everything. And then we rode more. Again, I still was like, I don't want to do this anymore. I'm so done. But Marilyn's like, no, you have to have a good experience. You have to end this happy. <laughs> I shouldn't really say it that way. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, so I was like, okay. So we're riding the bike. And every time a car came by, I just like freaked out and I immediately wanted to stop my bike every single time which made me even more wobbly and even more unsure. And then every time also when a car was coming by, Emily was like, car is coming! Car well, yeah, because that's what I know. Well, you, in road biking, that's what you do in your pack. You always say, car back, car So everyone knows the car is coming. So which, yes. if you know that, it's not a big deal. But if it's your first time, <laughs> yeah, you're like, what are they yelling? And, and yeah, and already fell like that. And like, and every time I overcorrected, um, I think I felt like twice after that. But one, one time was just like a little bit. And I was like, I'm okay. <laughs> but then the other time I fell... And there's gravel and whatnot. And I fell and I landed and my hand ran right into a goat head, like, oh. chunk, like, and it just shredded my hand. And that was when I was done. For those of you who don't know what goat heads are, they are these little, like, weeds of the devil. And they are just super, super spiny. And I don't know. They're just awful and evil. Mm-hmm. Like, the fact that people planted them on purpose, just like crazy. Um, but, yeah, so... They just like shredded my hand. And that's when I was done. And I remember Marilyn at that point was like, okay, you're done. And Emily, I don't think I'd see like how I crashed into it. But you, you came over and you were like, okay, we're, we're fine. Like just doing your like nice motivating to the parent, to the child who's clearly freaking out. Like we're fine. And I was just like, I am just going to die here. Like there was no way I was going to get back on that bike. Like complete petulant toddler like my inner like two-year-old was like no you cannot move me from this spot I'll just die it's fine (laughs) like so so done and so then they're like oh okay you're done so the again like their crew there is amazing because I wasn't even there very long before a guy with his pickup truck part of the support Mm -hmm. group not just a random guy in a pickup just you know (laughs) like part of the support group came by asked how we're doing and they're just like, she's done. <laughs> so, they, yeah, so they put my bike in the back of the pickup. There were a couple other people in there. 
couple then, other hapless victims were, of the trail. There were a few others, <laughs> and then and I got in. I had the best story, but um, I think one of them was even just like their. They just got such a big. I don't know, like, they, I think one would, one just kind of fell, kind of like what Aaron did, like, it wasn't even that big, but they were like, nope, I'm done, and then the other person, it was something happened to their bike itself, where they were like, no, I'm done, like, they could technically fix it, but we're good. And you um, had both. And I had both. <laughs> I was, I was the star, and it was funny, though, because, like you said, it was a 25-mile bike ride that we were doing, and I got in the truck, and... Emily and Marilyn and Aaron definitely got back way before I did. Because in the truck, the guy was just like, so I'm going to show you all the places. Oh, you mean like we finished the whole yeah, ride? We yeah. finished the rest of the race? Yeah, you yeah. finished the race before I got back in a truck. You did. That's right. We did. <laughs> because he was like, I'm going to show you all the places that you didn't make it to. Um, but like in a sweet way. And he was just talking and chatting. Um, and he showed us like the super steep hill where I was just like, well, that's never going to happen. <laughs> I'm never going to do that. Um, but yeah, and then it had great, great treats and stuff like that. Um so, after I got home, though, that was kind of it for me with the um, bike and riding the bike. And mm-hmm. so, I, it was kind of, cra- I don't know, like, so it just basically, my bike just sat in the basement of my house for a while. Mm-hmm. And the next, it was almost the next year before I even thought of doing anything with that bike. And... The only reason, well, not the only, but one of the main reasons was because I'd had a friend who had a somewhat traumatic racing experience, like running, where she said that she tried to run again and was just like had a panic attack and had to take a break from it and how she slowly got herself back. Mm -hmm. But the reason she got herself back faster than I did is because running was her life. It's what she did. Like, nobody's going to be like, hey, why aren't you riding a bike? Because (laughs) there are a ton of people who never ride bikes at all. So it would be super easy for me to have just never ridden again. Like, it really would have. However, I didn't want that to be the case. So um, in that spring, I remember I would walk by my bike when I'm doing laundry, and I would start to feel panic just seeing my bike. Like, my my heart would start to race and everything. I was like, okay, I really have to get over this. Mm -hmm. And so... I was just like, okay, I'm going to get over this. And I walked up to my bike to ride it and had like that sheer panic, like could not move. And I had to like breathe in and out. And I'm like, okay, brain. <laughs> and I was just like, all I'm going to do is I'm just, I'm just taking my bike upstairs. That's, that's all. We're just, we're just taking it upstairs. Mm-hmm. You know? And so I just basically convinced myself that that's all I was doing. Cause anyone who's had straight out panic attack, anxiety, you know, it's a very real thing. Um, no matter how illogical it seems. So took it upstairs. And then I was like, okay, once I got upstairs, now I'm going to take my bike to the backyard. And that took even longer. And my daughter, the 16 year old, uh, River, she was there. And, um, of course she's much younger, but because she was out there, I wanted to explain what was going on. Um, I wanted her to kind of see that, that yes, it was hard, but I was going to do this. And so I was just like, I am afraid of riding my bike because I got hurt and I am scared to do this, but I don't want to always be scared of my bike. So I'm going to ride my bike and it's going to take a long time to get used to this. And so I was just like, so whether she cared or not, I was like, like right now I'm going to just sit on my bike. And I just sat on the bike on the grass because I was not ready to take it out on a road and just sat. And then I was like, okay, I'm now going to try and pedal. And I, as soon as I started pedaling, it was okay for a little bit. And then I um, hit the brakes and immediately felt that rush of panic. Because that's when everything had gone wrong was when I was trying to 
to do the bike, the brakes again, because I did it wrong, but so I held the, and I was just like, I was just standing there, like breathing. I'm like, okay, so that scared me a little bit. <laughs> so I'm going to try it again. So that I get used to it and show myself that this is not too scary. Again, like out loud, did it again a couple times. And then I was like, well, to handle it, um, it took a little while. And then eventually I went out on the road. Same I want to thing. stop you there. Like you fixed the wheel, I'm sure, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Getting well, okay. so the, the the wheel got fixed actually um, at the race. At or? the race. Oh okay, he just flipped it. Yeah, so they like... they didn't just say, "Hey, it's totally screwed up," and go ride on it. Like, <laughs> no, they fixed it. Okay, I was just like, as you're training. Okay, it's funny. Okay, sure no, 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 your problem. Okay. I'm glad you clarify. You know, to remind me clarify. So yeah, it had been fixed, um, and everything. And my poor husband felt so awful about it too. Because he's the one who done the majority of the... Your husband. Yeah, yeah, Jared, my <laughs> husband. But again, like... He didn't know. He didn't know. We're not... Yeah, like I said, so we were both just doing our best. But but yeah, then I started doing it where I could just ride in on the sidewalk. And then to the point where I was riding on the road, but nowhere near cars until mm-hmm. I was finally ready. Um, and then eventually got to the point where it's like, oh, okay, I can ride my bike again. I can ride it on... On the road and everything, but it took me a while. How long? Um, it probably took me, um, I think about four or five months to get to the point where I could actually wow. ride. Like, and it was just little steps. Cause again, I'm not doing it every day, mm-hmm. um, but little steps. Like now I don't have any anxiety when I get on my bike at all. It's just going on the bike. Mm-hmm. But, but yeah, it was just those little steps and little things of being like, okay, we're going to just keep trying. Um, and yeah, I mean, I don't get to end it with, I, I and now I'm a world-class cyclist, or anything. <laughs> but, but I, but I, but during this summer I did take my kids on a couple of, you know, several mile bike rides and we had mm-hmm. fun. We enjoyed it. There was no, no panic or stress about it and, oh, and everything. Awesome. So, so yeah. So oh my gosh. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Debbie. That is inspiring. Thank and you. I mean, that's tragic mm-hmm. and that's inspiring, but. Thank you for sharing that because I know a lot of our gals have had, oh my gosh, so many traumatic experiences in our pasts related to activities related to skiing or biking or running mm-hmm. or even just just being outside or being in relationships that it's so amazing. Like you're saying, the little steps, breaking it down to little things and just doing it a little bit of time mm-hmm. and being persistent um, can really provide a lot of healing. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just, yeah. Thank yeah. you so much. Oh, I'm so, so grateful. You're, you're so, so welcome. And again, like to, to, especially to either, whether you're a mom or you just have other people who look up to you, that made it easier. It made it easier to be like, I'm going to go be in a good example to my uh, child. Yeah. Like that helped too, to be like, okay. Cause sometimes we're like, well, I don't know. But I also wanted her to see like, okay, like, yeah, like you said, scary things can happen to all of us. And if you never face it, then your brain says, oh, okay, I was right. That's such a scary thing we should never do. Yeah. But if it's like, okay, it was scary, but it's okay. And then you can be like, no, it's all right. We can unlearn that panic. And making them part of that process is yes. so good. Yeah. Because, yeah, they're going to run into plenty of things too. So. <laughs> I know. It is. And life is a process. So thank you so much. Well, that's it for t- today's adventure. Join us next time. And remember, a woman's place is in the mountains. <laughs>